0: Welcome to the Harms Wave Podcast, the podcast where we interview your favorite characters about the untimely deaths of their fellow characters. Today, up first on the pod, we have Elizabeth Lavenza from Frankenstein or The Modern Prometheus. How are you doing today, Elizabeth?
1: I'm doing well, thank you.
0: So, Elizabeth, why don't we just jump right in? How well would you say you knew Mr. Henry Clerval?
1: Oh, quite well. He and Victor became friends when they were just young schoolboys. Therefore, I had known him for quite some time before his tragic death, as we were all around the same age.
0: Would you say that uh, you and Mr. Clerval were close friends?
1: Well, I'm not sure close friends is quite accurate to describe our relationship. Ours was one of friendliness, but not quite closeness. He and Victor were close as brothers, and Victor and I were in love. One can say he would almost be my brother-in-law, but that is just that. Nothing more, nothing less.
0: Ah, I see.
1: But, nonetheless, I knew him well.
0: And how would you say that you personally were affected by Henry's death?
1: (sighs) Well, Victor and I never directly discussed Henry's death, most likely because of the immense guilt he felt over it. But... It does sadden me deeply to know that someone with such pure intentions was put in such a situation. The creature's revenge was quite a nasty one.
0: I couldn't agree more. The circumstances of his death were quite tragic. How do you feel that his death affected Victor?
1: Oh, my poor Victor. He had been tormented by that wretched monster ever since its creation. But I do believe Henry's death was his breaking point. Of course, it was his own unfortunate, misguided actions that led him to this point, but it was a tragedy nonetheless.
0: Oh, so do you believe that it was Victor's fault?
1: Well, that is complicated. Do I think Victor ever intended to harm anyone with the creation of his monster? Absolutely not. Do I think he was indirectly responsible for the deaths of most everyone he knew? Unfortunately, yes. My Victor never did have the gift of foresight. He was always blinded by his ambitions.
0: I'm so sorry. I'm sure this can't be an easy conclusion for you to come to.
1: No, of course not. But one must be honest with oneself, if not anyone else. And the truth is that the monster's revenge affected more than just Victor. It swept all of us up, unfortunately.
0: No, of course. I couldn't agree more. If you don't mind my asking, what do you mean by saying that Victor never did have the gift of uh, foresight, as you put it?
1: Well, I think it's laid plain by the events of the novel. He always was so ambitious, but he never quite thought about the repercussions of his actions. It's almost ironic. They call our tale the modern Prometheus, but he really was more like Epimetheus, wasn't he?
0: Well, now that you point it out, I can't help but agree. Except, I suppose that it could be argued that he played both roles in a way. He did suffer the consequences of his actions eventually, much like Prometheus.
1: Well, eventually. But I wouldn't say his friends and family had to suffer the wrath of that demon he unleashed upon the world before he could suffer any real consequences. Revenge is nasty like that, wouldn't you agree?
0: It does seem to be unfair that those who had no ties to the creature were caught up
1: in Victor's mess. i found that the innocent are always forced to pay some sort of price. The hands of the monster were Henry, William, and I. That is the natural cycle of things, unfortunately.
0: <sighs> hmm, that is something to ponder. Well, thank you again, Elizabeth, for being on the show today. The listeners and, the listeners and I really do appreciate it. It's so nice to hear from the voice of someone so close to Victor, someone who cared for him so deeply.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me. I only wish you could hear Henry's side as well. He truly was loyal and good to his core. Such a shame that he suffered the way that he did.
0: Well, one thing's for certain. I am positive that he would have defended Victor until his dying breath if he could have. And that is without a doubt the flagship of a good friendship. We'll be back shortly with Ms. Justine Moritz, but first, let's hear from the sponsor of today's episode.
1: Today's sponsor of the Harm's Way podcast is the University of Ingolstadt. We're the best in the world. As one of the leading universities for natural philosophy, we have world-class accommodations for any and all to enjoy. A community rec center with a game room, racquetball courts, and a public pool. A state-of-the-art cafeteria with food from all over the world, libraries so large and numerous you can study any subject of your choosing and never be tired in your quest for knowledge, the University of Ingolstadt is the perfect place for you and for your friends. Come join us and learn.
0: Once again to the University of Ingolstadt For sponsoring this episode Welcome back to your listeners to the Harm's Wave Podcast where we discuss characters And themes from all your favorite Literature and media After a short commercial break we are back on the scene With a Ms. Justine Moritz Ma'am how did you know Henry?
1: Well first and foremost Thank you for having me As far as for how I knew Henry I was the housekeeper of the Frankensteins Where I witnessed the two of them in the later years Of their boyhood They were the best of friends, and watching them together was always such a joy.
0: Would you say that this limited interaction gave you a good insight into Henry's personality and the kind of person he was?
1: Well, I wouldn't call our relationship close by any means. He was simply someone who was around, around the same time that I was. However, due to the abuse I received from my own family, I always felt compelled to accept him no matter what. No one should ever suffer abuse and hate from one's own family the way I did.
0: So do you think that the Frankensteins as a whole might have called him a family member?
1: Well, I would say so, yes. Victor has said multiple times that they are like brothers. He was adored by the whole family. Victor's father thought he was a wonderful influence, and the rest of the family couldn't help but agree. After Henry's death, even Victor's father was devastated.
0: How would you say that the death of Henry affected Victor and yourself?
1: Well, Henry's death was a rather sad one, in my opinion, as he was far too young and his mind too brilliant to lose so prematurely. Permanent silence befell him before we could get out his most important words. Tragedy-stricken is the only way to properly explain the emotional state of Victor at the time of his death. Although, I was never able to ask Victor who or what was responsible. I could tell Victor was taking the full weight of the guilt and responsibility.
0: Do you think that Henry's death fed into Victor's already somewhat apparent isolationism, or even maybe helped the progress of his social decline?
1: Um, I believe that in some way, Henry's death actually pulled him out of his isolationism. Victor, upon learning that Henry had been killed, was devastated and fell into an illness for several months, after which he decided that he would fight the monster and stop the monster from killing him, or die trying.
0: So, I know this is a hard question, but who would you say is to blame for the death? Victor or the monster?
1: (sighs) That is a question with layers. In the most base layer, obviously the monster, as he is the one who quite literally silenced Henry. However, in reality, Henry's death is a cause of Victor's misdeeds. Victor created the monster and made it hate him. The monster swore revenge on Victor and kills his little brother. The monster and Frankenstein reconvene. Victor is convinced to make a new female monster. During this project, he realizes he can't. And the monster becomes enraged, for obvious reasons, which leads to a bigger thirst for for revenge, which leads to Henry's death. Henry's death was a direct result of Victor making a monster and giving it a need for revenge.
0: Henry's death truly is heartbreaking when considering all the things he could have accomplished in his life.
1: I completely agree. Henry was finally able to see and achieve his dreams of studying and learning with his best friend. He had broken away from his father and the things in Geneva. His life would bring great accomplishments. His life was lost far too early, and his voice was silenced too young. I believe that it is a blessing that he presumably died not knowing that he was a victim of Victor's lack of foresight and lofty ambition. Henry died believing that his best friend was someone to be worshipped, as he always had.
0: In some way, the relationship between Henry and Victor eludes somewhat to Epimetheus, uh, as Epimetheus gave all the good parts, all the good qualities to the animals, and that decision, that decision really came back to haunt him. Similarly, Victor gave his all to the creation of the creature, to make him perfect at the cost of his personal life and his own health. No doubt this tunnel vision on his creation damaged his friendship with Henry at least a little. Nonetheless, this lack of foresight caused Victor to create the the very thing that would end Henry.
1: Funny how that works out, huh? Henry truly did suffer only because of Victor. Henry will never know how bitter his death is and how much it hurt Victor, but also it was used as a catalyst to fix the problems and face the monster, so in some way, Henry's death, death was the best thing to happen to Victor.
0: Indeed it was. Well, Ms. Moritz, it seems we've run out of time on this week's podcast, so I'm afraid we'll have to sign off soon.
1: My goodness, how time flies. Speaking of Henry and discussing him has brought me great joy. Thank you for your time and for allowing me this opportunity.
0: Of course, Ms. Moritz. Come back and visit with us again sometime, please. Well, dear listeners, knowledge seekers, and viewers, we're logging out for this week. We will see you next week to discuss Withering Heights. Have a good night.